You're listening to the Fit Mind, Fit Body podcast, where we explore the connection between a fit body and positive mental health. And our big mission, it's to help 10,000 runners to develop fitter minds in the next two years. I'm your host, Michelle Frost. Let's get moving. Welcome to this episode of the Fit Mind Fit Body Podcast. Today we talk to Bianca White. Bianca has grown up in a very sporty family, which has led to her taking on a rather sporty career. Enjoy. On Fit Mind Fit Body today, we are very excited to talk to Bianca White. Welcome, Bianca. Thank you very much for having me. This is um actually I've had a few people on you know where I can say oh you know this person is a a child of a friend of mine and that is really cool I love that because I get to know you a bit more although I think I know you quite well yeah. <laughs> but, um, yes. because we've also run together but um it's really it's lovely for me to be able to share you with all these other people out there too because they don't all know how delightful you and your family are so. Let's get started. Bianca, how old are you? We'll just start with that. Yeah, I'm 21 at the moment. So you must be turning 22 before the end of the year? Yes, yes, in about a month. Very excited. There you go. So I thought that. All right. So tell us a little bit about where you grew up, Bianca. So I grew up in Launceston mm-hmm. with my family and I've been there ever since, but now in Adelaide studying. Ah, and... I mean, this is a cheeky question because I know already, but <laughs> how often do you fly back and forth between Launceston and <laughs> Look, I think I have a few frequent flyer miles off at the moment. Um, I try and get home quite regularly, at least every six weeks. Sometimes it does seem to be more than that, but I get home in every chance I can, really. <laughs> yes, I have noticed that. Uh, <laughs> so where do you fit in the family? Um, so I'm the baby of four children. Yeah. which I quite enjoy, gets spoiled a lot. Um, but then we also have um, some nieces. So there's some little ones running around, which is nice. And so you love getting back to hang out with them too, don't you? Oh, and spoil well, them. Yes, yes, definitely. <laughs> so tell me, what was it like to grow up in your family? So you're the, you're the baby. Is it a sporty family? Very sporty, yeah. So I don't remember when I didn't play sport or the, my family members didn't play sport. Um, that's probably what makes us so sporty is you see your siblings do it. So you're like, I want to join in. So we've always been quite big on sport. Mum and dad have always been very sporty. So I think it's mainly from then that we get it. So you you can remember, you know, some of your earlier memories of being dragged along to some sporting event, I suppose. Yeah, it was, it was actually mainly LRC um, that I remember going to as a kid. Um, that was probably my earliest memory of sport in general. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. And so what other sports? Because I know that your family don't just run. I know that they do all sorts of things. Tell me other sports that you guys are involved in. Um, so probably our main sport is AFL. Um, I think we've all played that at some stage. Uh, we've also played basketball. Khan's played cricket. We do orienteering at the moment. We're quite into that. Um, Dad's been big in triathlons and swimming. Wow. So yeah. lo- lots of stuff, really. Yeah. 
And you support each other a lot too, don't you, in all of those? Yeah, we always go um, and support each other. And if somebody's like, oh, come do this, we'll go running or orienteering. Carl got us into orienteering. (laughs) And then, um, yeah, it's always been like a family thing, going out to sport and, yeah, seeing each other play. Except Dad gets a bit nervous sometimes when we play football. Not his most favourite sport to watch when we play. (laughs) Because you get injured. Well, some people get injured. Yeah. (laughs) I love that sometimes, yeah, even your family holidays are, you know, revolve around some sort of sporting event that you're going to. Which is really cool. Even your extended family. Because as you said, you know, you're the you're the youngest. And how old's Carl and he must be early thirties. Yeah, he's thirty-three. So yeah. So there's a you know, he's the oldest. So you've got that big range, but you still all do quite a bit of a few things together as a family, including these sort of sporting things, which I think is really cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. So much more fun. When you were at school, what sort of what? How did you find sport and running and things like that? Obviously, you had it in your family life. How was yeah. what did that look like at school for you? Um, well, I used to, I love cross country day. <laughs> Most yeah. people don't, but that was one of my favorites. But PE at school um, was actually one of my favorite subjects. Um, I loved it, and I thought, yeah. I, I actually I actually considered doing PE teaching after um, I finished school because yeah. I love like teaching, especially girls to enjoy sport, um, which I oh, work I at that. a um, sporting company now, Kelly Sports, teaching kids. And I really enjoy that because I, um, I love inspiring other kids to play because I think a lot of my friends didn't enjoy sport and it used to yeah. just be like, why? But throughout school, I played quite a bit of sport um basketball and football at school and yeah can, can you it. remember how, how you, what you feel like when you're involved in those whether it's a team sport or an individual sport do, yeah. do you remember especially as a kid you know was it yeah. what's going on in your mind that goes oh this is really fun as you said like a lot of kids don't yeah. especially I was, school actually talk, I was actually talking um to my housemate yesterday about like the different feelings I feel after like a team sport mm. compared to like if I just go running. And when I found, when I do team sports, it's very, I find it fun and I love just being with people and like that whole social side of it. Yeah. And I enjoy like doing well. Um, where running, I find I more like to be challenged. Yeah. I like to aim for something and after you run, you feel great, but it's more when you're doing it, you hate it. <laughs> Yeah. But once I finish, like that sense of achievement is greater than when I, in a team sport where it's more about that social camaraderie. Yeah. That's really interesting. I think it's always been like that, yeah. but yeah. So, I mean, I often ask people, when did you start running? <laughs> when did you, can you, you know, apart from school, but for me, you know, talking to you and you, you know, you're a bit younger than some of the people that I talk to. Uh, obviously who might be in their 50s 60s 70s even Um, it almost feels like you haven't you know you haven't stopped running if that makes sense but I'm not sure whether that's how you see it I can't remember a time where I wasn't like either running or around it because yeah some of my earliest memories were LRC even like and I remember like doing like the small division three I think that's the youngest one yeah, I remember like running in that, like, so that's pretty young. Yeah, that is pretty young. We're starts around mm. six, so yeah. that is yeah. pretty young. <laughs> All yeah. right, so 
you obviously have you finished your uh, school in Australia. Mm-hmm. Uh, we go up to year 12. I'm not sure what they call it in other parts of the world because we all have different systems. Um, yeah. And now you've you're gone on to university. So tell us about that. What are, you, what are you doing with your life? Yeah, so I'm at Flinders Uni studying physio. I'm in my master's, so I've got um, about 18 months to go, which is nice. Wow. Um, but, yeah, I'm really enjoying it. I got into that because of sport, actually. I really liked the sport side of it. I wanted to do something with um, my sport. But it's been great. I really enjoy it, and yeah. So you you left home. You when you left home to go to university. I know we kind of teased a little bit earlier because you seem to be at home more than you are over in Adelaide. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is for those of you who don't know who aren't in Australia. It, I mean, it's a good what is it a two and a half hour flight, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah, but um, you have to go through Melbourne. You spend hours in Melbourne. Yeah, so it's quite. I mean, it's a long way away. You know, you live on yeah. a small island, or your family does, and and you're, yeah. you know, a long way away. You're not even in the closest bigger city that you could have gone to. You're not no. in Melbourne. <laughs> you're over in Adelaide. So, did you find when you first went away? I suppose it was um, four years ago, three and a half years ago, something mm. like that. Did you yeah. get into sport a bit? then yeah. as in as a way to find a network and and that kind of thing how did, yeah. how did that look when, when as moved? soon as I moved here I was looking for sporting clubs mm-hmm. um I think I was pretty lucky because I went into like a residential college yeah so I quickly found some people who were into sport they're like oh come along to our football team like AFL football and um I was there for a year and I really enjoyed it it was great just to get like that um um sporting back into me I guess yeah. and um, connect with people that you have similar interests but and I'm still friends with some of those girls now which is nice and then I moved on to Hectorville Football Club which is where I am now because I worked there so they're like come join our girls team and so when you say you work there what did you do um so when I worked there I work with the senior a b and c men's teams and I just work as a sports trainer so strapping and massage and helping them when they're injured and wow and so you yeah. really enjoy, do you enjoy that environment, that football? Yeah. Um, you know, yeah. well, like you said, I don't know much about it, which is terrible as an Australian. <laughs> <laughs> but I can imagine <laughs> what I see yeah. on the TV and things like that. Yeah, that no, it is TV. really good. And I think especially because I love the game mm-hmm. and I enjoying the work I'm doing because it's very physio related. Yeah. I think um, I've really enjoyed working there and that kind of work lifestyle but yeah I think if I was to do a sport like soccer which I don't really know mm-hmm. I probably wouldn't enjoy it as much but yeah yeah, yeah so that that helps do you, are you um aspirational wise what are you planning when you finish your master's yeah well do you think I'll return to Tassie of course how could I not <laughs> <laughs> um but I would love to do look I would love to do sport that would the, a dream would be like the AFL to yeah, um, work yeah. with them, but realistically, I'm not sure. But I'm into um, women's health, so like pelvic floor, physio, or I like rural health. Yeah. So getting a bus and going around to like the rural parts of Australia that don't have access to the healthcare that uh-huh. they need. So yeah. do you do, how does that work with the masters? How does that do you have to do extra so study to specialise, I suppose? Oh. Is that- uh, so you can go out and do it straight away okay. if you want. Um, yeah. So there's no specialisation, but you can do like women's health, 
um, courses and I think yeah. there's a specialization in that you can do your masters in um, sports physio and you can also do some other um, degrees in like rural mm. health mm. Well, there you go. so yeah. I know that you've gone and um, done uh, AFL while you've been over there as a sporting thing and yeah. what you're studying is sports related as yeah. well to, to a big or at least movement related yeah. um so have you found it's hard because you haven't had not it's not hard but to ask this question <laughs> you you don't have the difference between this is what it would have been like had I not been sporty like to study because yeah. they found as you would know in, um, in research that when you are very physical it makes your brain work better yeah. basically because of all the neuro pathways and things but you yeah. haven't actually in your you've never had a time really that I'm aware mm. of where you can say oh I didn't do much physical stuff this last six months yeah. so my study hasn't been great because <laughs> there's definitely times where I've had less sporting on like normally in the football down season yeah. to start with nothing on, or in the exams my physical activity definitely declines yeah. and you can, you can actually you feel that difference like you're not as motivated to get up to do things and you just I when you go out and you start your daily walk or you're, you're doing exercise through the week you're a lot more productive and you just feel better within yourself yeah that you've actually gone and done something yeah um and even in winter, I find myself a much lower mood than in summer when you're out the side more yeah. doing things. But overall, I, I, there would be very few weeks in my year that I don't do any physical activity. Yeah. But yeah, it's just the amount really that would change my mood and what type of exercise and if I think I'm doing a good job. <laughs> Have you noticed there are times where you like I can really I'm feeling a bit crappy this week. I need to get out for a run or a ride or a swim yeah. or whatever it is that you're doing. Yeah, that's exam wish. <laughs> like okay, get me away. <laughs> get away from these books. Ah. And it just makes you feel so much better. Like you come back refreshed and just yeah, ready to go and happy. Mm. Yeah. Right. So specifically with running, what kind of running goals do you have over the next few years? Yeah. Well, I'm currently training for Melbourne Half Marathon. Oh, that's not um, far. Yeah, I know. <laughs> How's my training going? Questionable. <laughs> <laughs> but you've got lots of you've got lots of stuff. You know, a foundation. Yeah. that's the word. Yeah, really. and I've I've been I haven't been I was not well for a little while, and then I hurt myself. So yeah. my training plan got. Um, it was only two weeks I missed, but it feels like a lot when you're doing it. You're like, oh, no, I'm not going to make it. Um, so this will be my second half. And then hopefully I can get up to a full within five years, but we'll see how I go. Ooh. And do you have, yeah. is there like a particular one that you want to do, like for the full? Um, I can't. I looked at Hamilton Island, Oh, did... but then I realised it was quite hilly. <laughs> Do they have a marathon on Hamilton Island? I did not yeah. know that. I was like wow. holiday and run, but it is, it's called the hilly, the hilly one. Oh, oh, yeah, but there, very there hilly. Lost your so, phone. Um, oh, sorry. sorry. I, I got that um, Hamilton Island is pretty hilly and does have a yeah. marathon in it. And it's a yeah. good place to have a holiday and a marathon at the same time. Yes. So that's another um, dream, but yeah, definitely a full is on the cards. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, that's exciting. They do say nobody ever does two marathons. Lots of people yeah. do one, but 
But after I'll that, be happy to do one and then not do another. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see where you go with that. Oh, yes. <laughs> so it's a, this is a question I often ask people, and that is, when did you call yourself a runner? I don't think I really, I still don't think I do. Isn't that funny? I have had people yeah. say that. And it's yeah. purely a personal thing. I don't think I um, look at my uh, look at myself and say, "Hey, I'm a runner." I think I would look at myself and say more that I'm a more of a team sport person. I wouldn't even say a footballer, really. I don't know. Interesting. I've never really thought about calling myself that. Yeah, and so because that then ties into identity, and when you can't mm. do something that is yeah. wrapped around your identity, it causes all sorts oh, of like no, issues for you. So actually I have, I've had, when I played, but I played basketball quite um, seriously as mm-hmm. a younger child and as adolescent. I and that. when I um, stopped playing with like basketball Tasmania mm-hmm. and um, I actually, I did find that I actually found it really hard to give that up. Mm-hmm. And I think you're right with the identity thing is I mm-hmm. saw myself as a person who played basketball and that's what yeah. your friends see you and they see you as like doing well in this sport and then I found it really hard to quit even though I wasn't enjoying it anymore I was like yeah. I'm not a quitter this is what I do like what are you going to do if you don't do this now, I don't think I've ever really told anyone that how hard it was like I remember yeah. that I remember the day that I quit and I was in the back of my the car with dad and I just started crying and he's like what's oh. wrong I was like dad I don't feel well I'm not going he's like what are you talking about like you're fine and I was like I just don't want to go and he's like oh okay like you don't have to go and it was that moment I was like I actually don't have to do something I don't enjoy if it's not what I want to do yeah I still love basketball yeah 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 oh wow I I mean and you would see that um at least anecdotally in AFL as well like that's a big thing when people hit you know certain levels in in a sport and um kudos and and it becomes who you are and and then you're not going to do it yeah. after a period you for different reasons. You definitely lose who you are. Like, yeah, exactly. You definitely see how they struggle yeah. with it. Yeah. So sometimes when, when we have these conversations on the podcast, it comes around to, well, maybe it's a healthier thing to say, I mean, not that it's not healthy to think of myself as a runner, but it's also healthy to wrap um I'm a person who likes to be fit or I'm a person who yeah. likes to move. Whether That's you probably choose where that. more I see myself, yeah. yeah. Yeah, totally. That's certainly where you seem to be in your life, I think. And it's a, a healthy place to be in many ways for those reasons, I think, because yeah. you suddenly can't run um, or can't do whatever it is. Yeah. Um, at least you could swim or cycle or do other things, yeah. I suppose. <laughs> All yeah. those things. Um, <laughs> how long do you think you'll run for in saying that in your life? Oh. I don't think, I, I don't reckon I'll stop. Um, yeah. but when I, my, when my body doesn't want to go anymore, yeah. I mean, you look at your family, good example, aren't they? They, yeah, they just yeah. keep going. I, I think also being fit and active, um, into like later adulthood when you have children and have a family yeah. is like being a good role model as well. It's not just yeah. about yourself. I love that. So, yeah. Well, actually talking about that, we also talk about role modeling a fair bit. Um, do you, do you think like we spoke very early on, that your family has been, a, you know, the great role model that you yeah. needed um, yeah. for you where you are. Mm. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think in, and well, from my point of view, without them being 
sporty and enjoying them and pulling me along probably in the early days I don't think I'd be like I am now because I know a lot of my friends have very inactive parents and they Mm. don't enjoy sport they don't do sport yeah yeah I think there's something about seeing adults actually getting out there and doing sport Mm. which then removes it from it just being um, sport is something that you do at school because they make yeah. you do it or whatever yeah, um, versus yeah versus that example of you know that adults can do it and it's fine for adults to you know get yeah. a skipping rope or, or play basketball <laughs> or whatever whatever yeah. it is or, or go running um, and I think that's a really good example to be able to provide and you're right there are so many unfortunately examples of adults out there who don't yeah. in any way let alone organised sport, they don't do any sort of form of movement outside of um, going to the kitchen um, or yep. going to work, <laughs> whatever. Yeah. It's, it's about all they do, which is a shame. Um, tell me a bit about your, tra- like at the moment you're training for a half marathon, obviously very seriously. And do we go to <laughs> yes. uh, <laughs> What does it look like for you, like your daily or your weekly, maybe over your weekly kind of um training plan do you even have a plan how does it look when you're thinking I've got a goal that's where I want to get to how do you make that happen yeah without being specific you don't have to be specific specific but yeah no no um I just print one off the internet find a good one yeah (laughs) it's the one I'm doing at the moment is about three days a week um which is nice but then I've just this week actually I just started going to the gym Mm -hmm. so I've got a gym membership because I, when Whoa. I was at home during COVID lockdown, I went to the gym and I loved it. Like I enjoyed like that um, going and I, I've just did Zumba. I'm not coordinated at all. And I <laughs> definitely the worst person in the class, but I did love it. And I oh. think I really enjoy that kind of um, environment. But I do that during football season. It's about two trainings and then a game on the weekend. Mm-hmm. So I'd be doing, yeah at least four nights a week where I've got something on. Mm-hmm. But I try to do a gym or a gym class um, most days. This oh, week. wow, most days. We'll oh. see how it goes. Yeah, that's the plan. <laughs> yeah, that's the plan. So far it's been pretty good. It is only Wednesday, but. <laughs> <laughs> and so, and you started on Tuesday? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Monday's always a rest day, isn't it? <laughs> That's right. There you go. It's a long weekend every weekend. Um, do you um, do you go out for runs as well? <laughs> with, yeah, with, yeah, yeah, yeah. With your training? Yeah, so I do my three runs a week outside unless yeah. it is um, raining and then I just do it on the treadmill, which I hate, oh. but got to do it. <laughs> but you like the treadmill more than you like the rain? Yes. Yes. Uh-huh. I see. <laughs> what if it starts raining when you've already started your run? That, that's fine. I'm that's fine okay with that. Then. It's the stepping <laughs> yeah. into the rain. Yeah, I don't like that yeah, much. It's either. always the starting that's the hardest. So. <laughs> I totally understand. Um, so are you training by yourself when you do your runs? Is that mostly yeah. by yourself at the moment? Yeah. Most of the time I go by myself. Occasionally I go with a girl from my football club. And sometimes I go with a girl from my um, residential college that yeah. I met. Mm-hmm. But I would say 90% of the time I go by myself. And are you listening to anything when you're running on your training runs? If it's, I like music, but I also um, quite enjoy a good podcast, Hamish and oh, Andy yeah. podcast. Yeah, have a giggle That's along good. the way. <laughs> yeah, 
yeah um so yeah it depends what I'm feeling depends what my mood is yeah sometimes I just listen to nothing and listen to the you know have my own thoughts in my head <laughs> oh no <laughs> I know <laughs> so what kind, when you're doing the thinking stuff what sort of things are you thinking are those thoughts yeah. what am I having for dinner tonight or I could have done better in that yeah. latest essay or um bit, or are they more general thoughts <laughs> no it's more random sometimes um if I've got like a exam or something coming up it'll, I'll just yeah. be like talking through like the exam yeah if I've got nothing much on I just kind of think about not much really just like the yeah, birds and the grass doing that week yeah what's yeah. going on outside I just think about random stuff really not gonna yeah. lie <laughs> well that's all right and that's cool I think I think the, the what is it this they say we have like a hundred thoughts a minute or something it's a ridiculously yeah. large number and there could be random completely random yeah. things that go through our minds at yeah. those times <laughs> anyway yeah. do, do you like to run um around I'm not sure whether you're in a suburban sort of environment or do you yeah. um do you like to run trails where would you prefer say if you had a choice yeah. um if I had a choice I would do a a probably more not trail trail but not mm-hmm. suburban so like parky something yeah yeah like a park there's up um in North Adelaide it goes around like all these sports grounds yeah um, there's like a it's two k's around the running track mm-hmm. and it's like gravel and it's like all the sports fields on the inside and I really oh, like yeah. running there um but yeah no I I find the road sometimes a bit boring and mm. you know but um real real trail running I'm dangerous with because I fall over a lot oh. <laughs> well isn't that the um the cunning running that you guys do the um the orienteering. orienteering isn't <laughs> yeah. isn't that more yeah. um regaining which is yeah which um, is real trail that. isn't it yes um orienteerings I find I tend to stick with the non-real bush ones because I get lost mm-hmm. um but like the yeah the other ones are fine but we I've done regaining once or twice but I did it once with my brother and I wasn't allowed back because I was too clumsy is I that why he takes one of your sisters instead oh dear I fall over too much he said so oh, it's slowing him down that's terrible yeah yeah <laughs> it's funny all right so um another question about your running mm-hmm. um if you didn't run like if you didn't have running as a part of this big mosaic mm-hmm. that we call your life yeah um how do you think it would look your your life in general if you didn't have running I what is running giving you that you'd be yeah. missing out on okay yeah look I don't I think running is that's yeah I think I wouldn't do much with my life because mm-hmm. um, running is kind of where we started um, as children for our sporting life and I don't like if I hadn't have run and if I hadn't been encouraged to run I don't think I'd be doing physio. I don't think I would be mm. like ha- as happy as I am because sport gives you so much in life, not just the physical aspect. Um, it gives you the friends and it gives you, um, well, better health with all the endorphins and stuff. But mm. um, I think generally it just, yeah, you wouldn't be you without it because, you, yeah, you wouldn't do anything. 
it underlies it underlies a lot of those other sports that you're talking about yeah, as well. I, mean, yeah. we, I know that you you do get and that's in the how pool you get into them but, because yeah, um, especially at a young age, if you can run, you're good at anything. Yeah, and then that's how you find a love for sport because you're good at it. And you get the the other um, the other elements mm. as well. Yeah. yeah, I love that. I love it. So. <laughs> Do you find that most of your friends are physical, like people who are either in, into sports or, you know, just physically, you know, yeah. enjoy moving? Um, before I moved to Adelaide, I would say no. Mm-hmm. And probably my first year when I was at college, I'd say most of my friends weren't um, as physical active, mm-hmm. physically active as I was. I think as I've actually moved out of college and I've actually had um, an opportunity to make friends with people that are more like-minded. Yeah. So now, like, my football friends I'm really close with now being in Hectorville and my uni friends are very active as well. Now that we've kind of got rid of the other degrees that we've been studying with and it's solely physios, I think you're finding, yeah, you're finding those people that you actually have things in common with, not just friends that you're friends because it's convenient. Yeah. So I think you're finding people that you have interests with, which is sport in mm. both of those cases. So I think now I would say most of my friends are physically active. Mm. It's interesting, isn't it, the way yeah. that you can take them along to things. <laughs> we flock together. <laughs> people, yeah. people with similar interests anyway. Yeah, definitely. Um. Is there anything about running, especially because you've got, you know, the we kind of joked about it earlier, but you are now a young professional, whether you like it or not. <laughs> you know, yeah. You've already done your three and a half plus years of study and, and you, yes. you're moving into that. You definitely yeah. are a young professional and you've been practicing as well. Like you've been working as a yeah. physio type of role with, with the AFL, um, different clubs yeah. and things as well. So um, but you definitely have that professional um, element. Is there um, is there anything about running? Do you think that in order to encourage more people to run, how mm-hmm. would you, you know, how would you yeah. put it to them to to encourage them to go out for a run? Because so many people who don't, um, it's mm-hmm. because they were made to do it at school or whatever, and so they just think of yeah. it as that really tough thing. Or I don't run, I can't run, or blah blah, which yeah. is actually not true for most people. Yeah, look, I I think just encourage them and show them that with friends, with a great podcast, with um, just going to their favourite place, it might be the beach or something, mm-hmm. actually just going there and getting started for them and especially with friends, I think you, you've got to start somewhere and I don't think it's ever too late to get into um, running. So if somebody doesn't think they can run, just go out there, have fun. You don't have to run a million miles start with a k start with a little bit go for a walk and just get out there and just give it a go like you just find something you enjoy and if you i think also it's important to set a goal i mm. find i'm most productive in my physical activity when i have a goal yeah and if i don't have a goal i'm just kind of like Ugh. yeah can't be goal today okay so yeah get a goal get some friends and just start do you, do you feel like you need to share that goal with other people in order to make it more of a solid goal or are you really strong within yourself that it could be an internal goal that you haven't shared with them, with um, anybody, Matt? I think for myself, I'm like 
I don't need to like tell everyone like what I'm doing, what my goal is. Like obviously my family, I'll be like, okay guys, I'm doing this. Yeah. Like I've got, I was telling my family and Chris, my sister's husband is like, okay, I'll do it with you. So he's also going to do the half marathon. So stuff like that can be really motivating. Yeah. Um, but I know for some people, like just telling people this is my goal keeps them accountable. Yeah. Um, but yeah, mm-hmm. you got to make sure you follow through though. Yeah. So- <laughs> When you, when you, if you were encouraging people to take up running more, what are some of the benefits that you think people want and therefore it can get them over that initial hump of uncomfortableness is knowing that that benefits just over the horizon or just. Well, I think an obvious benefit to any physical activity is um, what what most people think of is the physical benefit with, you know, you're going to, lose weight and you're going to be healthier and stuff like that but I think the main benefit is how you feel after it Mm -hmm. and so that like it can be an initial um feeling an initial reward after you've run of like you know yay like I've completed something I'm feeling great I'm happy but then over a long term you actually become like like you need to run Mm -hmm. like you get to a point where you're like okay I haven't run today. Uh, I need to go do something and just know that it's, you're going to be so much happier and health. Well, cause you're healthier. You're going to be happier because you're doing it. You're going to be happier. And I think that's probably the main benefit from it. Yeah. I love that. Um, can you recall uh, an instance where you have been for a run? It doesn't have to have been an event. It could have just been a training run that just really stands out on your mind as a really positive um, yeah thing. yeah I think there actually is one time I was running this was when I was training for my last half marathon and I was quite fit over COVID I was like exercising heaps like it was great I was feeling great about it all and um, I went on this run and I ran because from my house to the front and back is 4k so it's a run we regularly do um, and I ran it and I got back and I was like that was really easy like this has never been so easy and when I was doing it, like, you know, I felt good. I like when I was running and it's probably the one of the only times where I've actually seen like, wow, I actually felt good running. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, where's the end? <laughs> but I was actually, yeah, I was good. And when you do it, you're like, thank you. I did it. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. So do you think one of your yeah. goals for running is to, for it to be more comfortable more often? <laughs> yes, yes, definitely. I would love to get back there where I'm running. And it's like a breeze. <laughs> yeah. It's amazing how many times we'll say, I can remember when I was really fit and it was like that. Yeah. And it was awesome. And it's like, well, yeah. why did I stop being what really fit? What happened? Oh. <laughs> and like, I feel like in the moment, you don't always realize, wow, no, I'm exactly. actually really fit. Mm. And you stop and reflect. And you're like, that was easy today. Like it wasn't easy six months ago, but it's yeah. easy today. Yeah. You don't, in, in the time, you don't think about it at all. No. And then you let it go because I don't know, life, life happens and study happens and whatever. It's, uh, it's interesting that we do that. It's kind of, we're all, many people I've noticed are on a kind of a yo-yo thing. Some, sometimes yeah. their bottom thing doesn't, you know, it's not as low as others. Um, and it's a bit, a bit less yeah. of a dip, but um, most, a lot of us have a kind of cycle thing, don't we? Through, through the year yeah. where Definitely. we're um, fitter at one part of the year. I think I was always much fitter coming to the end of running season uh, and because yeah. I was usually always training for a marathon at the end of that and then through summer as you said I used to go off I wouldn't train as much and 
because I didn't have the goal. And then you get back into racing again and, and it all comes back and you're like, well, I have to train because I'll be racing every weekend. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. Scary, a scary goal. All right. Yes. Is there anything, Bianca, about running that we haven't talked about that you'd like to share? Um, I think my main thing probably that, like, I want to get across is it doesn't matter who you are, what your fitness level is, you've just got to start. And your first six months is probably going to be challenging and you're probably going to hate it. But if you just set your alarm, get up and go out, then I think you're on your way to being a lot happier and healthier. Mm. And you just got to start somewhere. You know, you don't have to run for ages or for a long time. You just got to start, get out there and move. And mm. it can be really fun if you try. Yeah. <laughs> we promise. <laughs> we, yeah, we do. <laughs> so do you have any... always been fun. <laughs> Do you have any um, specific tips then for beginner runners from a, my young professional physiotherapist? <laughs> Look, I think my main is get started, get out there, have yeah. a go, do it with friends, but um, and don't don't just stop after a week or two of running. But actually, I think my main tip also is to not start too hard. Everyone has a goal. And you want to get out there and you're like, okay, I want to be like so fit. I want to be so fast. It's not going to happen overnight. You've got to make sure you're steady and pace yourself into it. Otherwise yeah. you're going to burn out. You're going to hate it. You're going to get injured, which would be good for me because you can come see me. But um, yeah. <laughs> there, <laughs> must be, for you. there must be a, um, a role for physiotherapists that are not, okay, I'm injured. It's more injury prevention. Yeah yeah as well <laughs> oh I love those tips thank you Bianca we'll get everyone out there starting slowly and yeah you know having I sometimes starting. think have you're just starting it's so important yeah. I sometimes think you know when you have the whatever the goal is or that benefit that you choose that you're after for for your running um, yeah. And focusing on that during those hard times, isn't it? Or, you know, especially those initial uncomfortable times when your body's getting used to it. Um, yeah. But knowing that your body is actually made to run. Most of us are made to run. Yeah. There's only a few yeah. of us who, who are not. So yes. um, you're not actually doing yourself any harm by going out no. for a little job. We're meant, to, we're, meant to, we're meant to do sport. We're meant to be active and physical. Mm. And it's just our lives that's um, developed over decades that has stopped us. Be more sedentary yeah mm, yeah oh, well it's been a delight to chat with you bianca thank you for sharing some of your wisdom um, yeah, oh thank you very much for having me very excited to see how you go with your career and where you're going to go and what direction and all thank that you. kind of stuff it's very exciting let alone yeah. your afl too that's such a, a thing now here in australia that uh, women doing yeah. for those of you who are listening from overseas um australian rules football has predominantly been a male dominated sport yeah, until yeah. the last sort of I suppose 10 years is probably not that long yeah. but it's become very popular for women in the last sort of four or five years maybe. yeah be about right mm. yeah we'll say that yeah yeah so it's it's very exciting to see lots of young sports women getting out there and having a go it's awesome no it's a and great not, sport not getting yeah. injured 
<laughs> not, a, not a tattle of mine. <laughs> no. All right. Well, don't jump off, Bianca. I will say goodbye to you after the recording as well. Yeah. But I did want to, again, thank you for your time and sharing it with us. Um, it's been thank a you. delight. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening to the Fit Mind, Fit Body podcast. I'd love to talk to you about your running journey. So send me a message on Facebook or on the website and let's do it. For a bunch of resources on mindful running that will help you get and stay mentally and physically fit, head over to the website fitmindfitbody.co and I'll see you there. Plus, I'll be back here in your podcast player a few times a week. Hit subscribe now so that you don't miss an episode. And before you go, I'd really appreciate it if you'd leave a review. It'll help more people to find the podcast and get inspired to start running. I'll see you soon. Bye.